In this episode of the Unfold the Soul, Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, baby, I didn't want to go there, but she made me go there. I didn't want to go there, but she made me go there. Look at me. I am the captain now. Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, Bless His Heart. The name, Ken Williams. This day started out as relatively uneventful. I'm still feeling good about the leadership session I held yesterday. And though the group is about three times larger than I expected, I'm excited about the interest people have in getting better and learning more about leadership. Now, that whole thing took a turn when, interestingly enough, I made a decision that involved adjusting the schedule of a grade-level paraprofessional for about a 30-minute period. Mind you, I think overall this paraprofessional is already being underutilized. So I was talking about this and then sent an email notifying the teacher and the paraprofessional of the pending change. And this pain in the ass had the audacity. Let me say it again for you. This pain in the ass had the audacity to walk into my office with printed email in hand and ask me, I just want to know one thing. Was this your idea or Jennifer Jenkins' idea? My immediate, and I want you to know I'm spelling immediate differently. In the hood, we say immediate. My immediate response was, who sent you the email? I mean, she was challenging a decision I made quite indignantly. It felt so good to check her shit and stop her ass dead in her tracks. Then she insisted that the other paraprofessional, Mrs. Phillips, didn't request this change. That the person I was switching around the 30 minutes with did not request this change. Request? This isn't a request. The way things, quote unquote, used to be, reared its ugly head today. I mean, where did she get off talking to me this way? As evil as it sounds, my comeback made my whole day. Ooh, all right, baby, let's unpack this one. I don't know that I have a bunch of leadership lessons for this one. This is one of those rare times where uh, I don't know that I would do anything any differently today, which either says I got it right the first time or I have not grown in this area. And I invite anyone <laughs> to submit, you know, some lessons other than what I'm trying to communicate in this episode. Man, oh man. I know my ego was, it wasn't even bruised. It was almost like a, in a fight or flight mode. I remember that day like yesterday, and I'm telling you, there have been times when I've been measured about my response or I've thought about my response and, you know, I can be direct, I know that. And sometimes that comes after reflection, after I've thought through things. This was, you ever like uh, sit on a pin or something sharp just jabs you and your whole body just jumps? That's the time 
it took between the stimulus of her comment and my response. So, my reaction was visceral and on a subconscious level, and apparently I have some kind of file open and ready for a moment like this. I mean, I didn't consciously think about my response. It just came out. Who sent you the email? And that's what inspired the title of this episode because I I looked it up and, you know, this is back in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. And Captain Phillips, you know, looking at this date, wouldn't be out for another six years. But it, it inspired today's podcast. I am the captain now. Look at me. Look at me, I am the captain now. Yes, I needed her to know that because the name she blurted out. I just want to know, was this your decision or what name did I use? Jennifer Jenkins' decision. Well, I mean, I've changed the name to protect the innocent. But if you go back to one of the earlier episodes, the first couple episodes of the podcast, I explained that there were literally five people running that school when I arrived and none of them None of the five were school administrators. And the school had a principal and an assistant principal. You know, as my, as my mom would say, I don't mean no harm, but that's the truth. I don't mean no harm means um, I'm about to give it to you. You might not want to hear it, but that's the truth. Five people. And two of those people were instructional coaches. So, you know, I don't want to get so specific with it, but she was one of the instructional coaches that the two of them were literally running the school and again if you go back to my earlier episodes while this made for a reality show type of environment it was also born of necessity because the school lacked strong leadership and so what happens is when you leave when you leave a leadership void something has to fill that void so I'm not mad at them for this it's not like they came in and held a gun to anybody's head or said we're taking over they looked around and shit wasn't getting done and they took over. So I I honor that now. Now that's one area I have grown. Back then it was just like, who the hell do you think you are? And no, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna read these letters that are going home and I'm gonna sign them. I mean, you go back to one of my first episodes, I talked about my, first, my very first experience with two of these five people was walking in on my first day. They walked up, introduced themselves and then showed me a stack of, you know, letters that were going home to our parents. And basically, we're like, oh, no, don't worry about it. We, we've already signed these. We've already signed your name to these. You just go ahead and get unpacked and get settled. And I was like, what the whoop is going on here? Anyway, so that was the first level. The second level and lesson that I think about is while reshaping culture, it's important to reflect on culture. So... I definitely was out to reshape it. I mean, my my guttural reaction was one, ego-based, right? And then secondly, I want you to know there's a new day, right? I am the captain now. I'm going to keep saying that throughout this episode. I am the captain now with my horrible Somalian accent. Uh, But I wanted to... I wanted to really make that clear. But I also knew then, as I know now, that I need to be cognizant of the fact that another culture existed and it was pervasive. 
and it was consistent in the way it was run, albeit chaotic and uh, misaligned. But it was something they were used to. So marching into the principal's office or the assistant principal's office with a printed email in hand demanding to know whether this was a real leadership decision or one made by one of the five major influencers, that was that was normal. She, I mean, <laughs> I'm guessing she didn't talk to a bunch of people before she just marched in that way. And that for so long was just acceptable. It was the way that things were done. I mean, some of these folks would make decisions. They had no authority. And then you kind of wait to see what the fallout was. And if certain staff members came in and complained about those decisions, then it, they, they were changed while they unlearn what they've known. So I did have that in my head. You know, I didn't make a huge deal out of it that day. And I also know that, you know, and this is you know about at every school, this is the kind of stuff that just gets out and runs rampant. Like I, I would never tell another staff member about that incident. It's just inappropriate to do that. But I also didn't have to. It was going to get around. And it, it certainly did uh, those things. So that's what I think about is uh, letting folk know that I am the captain now, baby. Look at me. I am the captain now. So how do you do that and, and take a healthy approach? I mean, you, I don't think you're going to be able to do it and not step on toes at times, but uh, I think I did a pretty decent job of keeping one eye on the culture I'm trying to build while keeping one eye kind of looking over my shoulder at the culture that you know we're trying to change and respecting the fact that this is the way things were. I mean, this paraprofessional, the staff member wasn't belligerent by nature, you know, she was a pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie to you. But her re her reaction, I believe, was much more about the existing culture that I was trying to change than it was about, you know, her personality. Because we never had an incident like that again. Not even close. And hey, once again, I invite you. If you've got some lessons that I've missed, I mean, I admit... I probably have some blind spots here. I I enjoyed reminiscing about this day more than I had specific leadership lessons for you. You know how to do this. Reach out. BlessHisHeartKen at gmail.com. Subscribe to my Unfold the Soul newsletter at unfoldthesoul.com slash T3T. T, the number three, and the letter T. On the next episode of the Unfold the Soul, Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, whew, I walked through an incident involving a teacher, a student, and some life-changing and potentially career-altering decisions. As always, thank you for tuning in to this episode. 
Be sure to tune in for the next episode. Please share with a neighbor, friend, or colleague so they too can get a dose of this buttery baritone as I go through my leadership journey, explain how I screwed things up and sometimes got a thing or two right. But in the end, here's the message I want to leave you with. No matter what's going on in your personal life or professional life, when you wake up on the right side of dirt, you playing with house money, baby. You playing with house money. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul, Bless His Heart podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com.